right. Well, welcome to the fourth installment of The Grace Between Us. The Grace Between Us. I'm Pastor Nathan Hurst. And I'm Lori. And we are here, my lovely wife, Lori, (laughs) we are here to talk about difficult issues that sometimes the church or Christianity does not want to talk about. Yes. And today we've got a big one on our plate. Yes. Mental illness. Mental mental illness, specifically the Christians Christians and mental mental illness. illness. And it's a big issue. It is definitely an issue and definitely become a faux pas in church. Something you can't talk about. Yeah, you can't. Uh, it's something that really 20% of our country it's deals a with. Huge percentage. Huge, huge percentage. Well, 20%, I mean, think about it. Yeah. A church of 100 people. Yeah, 20 people. 20 people in your congregation are dealing, dealing with, with mental real illness. Real mental illness. That means 200 people, that's 40. I mean, right? we can double I this mean, number yeah. and see where it goes from that's there. That's a good amount. That, exactly. So do the math for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have 1,000 people, that's 200 people in your church that are dealing with mental illness. And a good majority of them. Did I do the math them, right? I don't. I didn't I listen don't that remember. time. <laughs> Thanks. You never listen, right? You're not even listening to me. I'm sitting right. I'm sitting right next to you. Oh my goodness! Talk about an issue. We'll deal with marriage issues later. <laughs> but today we would want to tackle the issue of mental illness, and it, and it is a big, serious topic. I think the number one thing we need to have to learn to admit mm-hmm. is there is something, something wrong. That's okay. And that's okay. Right. There literally is something wrong, whether it's spells of anxiety, whether it's bouts of depression, Mm -hmm. whether it's PTSD, there's something wrong. Right. And it's okay to talk about and it's good to talk about. We need to deal with these issues. Yeah. I mean, we can't just hide away and act like there aren't effects of the fallen world that we live in that can affect our brains Mm -hmm. and our minds. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, I know maybe... This is a far off story, but for us, we dealt with a little issue of kind of a PTSD issue for me when we first got married. I went on a whitewater rafting trip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think she was going, wait a minute, what? I threw this one on her. No, I threw this one on her. I went on a whitewater rafting trip. We'd only been married like a month, maybe mm-hmm. two months. And a friend of ours who we'd gotten a little bit close to very quickly, well, mm-hmm. not a little bit, pretty close to him very quickly, Glenn, mm-hmm. was on the trip with us. Yeah. And Glenn had had a heart issue. He had a pig valve put in his heart. And he literally lied on his form or falsified it so he could get on the whitewater rafting trip. Or maybe didn't tell the whole truth. Maybe lie is not the right word. Um, But we get in the boat. We're we're going down the river and scrambling to keep up with the rapids. And he falls out. And he falls out and it's obvious he's not doing well. We pull him back in the boat and he is literally blue and... You can tell life is leaving his body. And we have got people, Shonda Ronda, till yes. the cows come home in the mm-hmm. next boat. We're doing compressions on him. Right. We're praying for him. We're believing God, doing everything we know mm-hmm. to do. Glenn still passed. He did. He had a major issue, major heart issue, and still mm-hmm. passed. And for months, maybe a year afterwards, yeah. I was having just nightmare after nightmare right. Right. of this issue. In fact, to the point where I'm waking up, cold sweats. Waking up, you can uh, you obviously know something's going on. We're not talking right. about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember Bob, the pastor of the church, there telling me, "Man, you got to get a, you got to fi- you got to figure this out. out." And he was nice about it and mm-hmm. gave me the time I needed. But there was still something going on in my head from what I had experienced mm-hmm. that wasn't giving me peace. And it was something we had to work through as a couple. Yeah, it was something we had to I had to work through as an individual and figure right. out you know what to deal with. And now I'm not saying that equates to all mental issues, no. mental illness issues, but it is something that I carry that I had to walk through. And I think right. we all deal with different traumatic events differently. Mm-hmm. And some of them can stain us throughout our lifetime. And when we don't talk about them or address them and try to, you know, bury them in the sand, you know, it doesn't help our situation. It just makes it worse. No, they come up and creep up eventually. Yeah, it does. 
And so it's a big deal that we would learn how to even say something's wrong. Yeah. Because in that context, I didn't want to admit anything was wrong. No, you feel weak. I you felt feel like really people are going to judge you. And I felt like if I, if I say this affected me mm-hmm. in a negative way, then what is that going to do for the other folks right. that were affected? Right. And how is that going to put pressure on them? Right. And, you know, honest to God, I had to deal with it. I had to mm-hmm. bring it up. I had to pray about it. I had to get it in front of some people who could really help. And, and I don't think for years later that we really dealt with it. When we were sitting in front of marriage counselors, Claude Roball yeah. specifically, yeah that I really dealt with that issue. I learned how to pacify myself, but that was like three or four years later, sitting with Claude Mm -hmm. and he's helping us work through some issues, had to deal with it. So we have to be able to admit something's wrong. The second thing is to understand that it's, it's not always just a matter of faith. No, I think Christians a lot of times just say, well, maybe you don't have enough Jesus or you need more faith. You know, if you just had more faith and really believed it, you wouldn't be struggling with this. No, sometimes we need to walk through that. We need to process that more. And sometimes we we need to learn how to deal with things in a different way. Mm -hmm. Not that the Bible isn't the source of all of our answers. It is. But Jesus didn't always just faith something out. Mm -hmm. You know, he went through the cross. He had the faith to go through the cross, but he still endured. The Bible says he endured the hardship of the cross right. for the prize that was set mm-hmm. before him. There was something in front of him that was greater than, than the hardship. Right. So he went through that for us, but for you, everyone. But, you know, we do go through those thoughts in our head. Like, am mm-hmm. I strong enough? You know, will it just go away if I just push on through? You, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't really believe God can heal me. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people feel that. A lot of people feel that way. You know, the fact is in surveys... of evangelicals said or believed that you could pray or study the Bible enough and get rid of mental illness. Mm. And while I think there's a lot of merit to prayer and a lot of merit to Bible study, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's that simple. No, it's a process to work Mm. through a lot of these things. And, you know, the Bible is our source for working through those things, but we still need to process that. Yes mentally and get through that. It's not just a matter of, I believe it's gone. Uh, and, and that's the issue, right? So we've, we've maybe trained ourselves in one way or another to say magic words, yes. to mm-hmm. turn to our magic scripture mm-hmm. rather than dealing with the internal issue. issue. The Bible's real clear out of the heart yes. flows the issues of life. It's guard hard, your though. heart. It's the really Bible hard. says guard your heart it does. because out of it, flows all the issues of life. I don't have time to get into the total of that scripture, but it's really talking about how we deal with inward introspective issues. Well, we don't deal with them so many times because it hurts and it's hard. It's painful Mm -hmm. and it's scary to be really honest about how you truly feel. Yeah. And and if we go down this first two lines, the first one being, we have to admit there's something wrong. And the second thing being that sometimes it's not just a faith issue. Sometimes we need to learn how to mature in our own self to deal with real issues. Mm -hmm. You know, for most Christians, those are two massive, massive massive hurdles. I mean, you hear people literally saying, if I really believe that God had good plans for me, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't feel so bad. Mm. I mean, that's a big deal. You know how many people in the Bible felt bad about themselves? Like massive, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, look at David, for instance. He, He screwed up royally. Mm-hmm. Totally went against God's plan, and, and especially especially when he when he, you know, took another man's wife and then had him killed. Yep. And the Bible says, out of that union, God said their firstborn son is going to die. <laughs> like God was like, un, 
unfortunately, you screwed up. You went too far. The consequence is this firstborn child is going to die. Mm -hmm. David, the Bible says he felt this like heavy burden in his soul. Mm -hmm. Yet he's a champion of the faith. He's someone the Bible says literally was a man after God's own heart. Right. There are consequences to things we go through. And sometimes they're heavy on our heart. Mm -hmm. They're heavy on our mental state. And it doesn't mean we just get past them. No. I know for me, you know, growing up in a kind of word of faith household, it kind of combines one and two is, you know, you have to acknowledge something's wrong. And two, it's not simply a matter of faith because I remember dealing with certain issues. And if I said something like I don't feel well, or, you know, I'm having an issue with that, it was immediately combated with, don't say that. If you don't identify, it's not a problem. Yeah. If you don't speak its name, then it's not a problem. Listen, mental illness is a name, right? The Bible literally says anything that has a name, is under subjection to the authority of Christ. Mm -hmm. But you can't put it under the subjection of the authority of Christ if you aren't naming it, (laughs) right? If you aren't saying, hey, this is a real issue in my life. I've got to deal with this in a real way. Mm -hmm. You know, concerning healing of anything in our body, anything in our body, the end issue, our issues always end and begin with placing our faith in Jesus yes, first. Yes, absolutely. So I don't care. And not being fearful of just a statement. No, exactly. And, and not saying, well, my faith isn't here, my yeah. faith isn't there, and therefore I've got to manage this like barometer of faith. No, mm-hmm. your faith is in Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And the Bible literally says a measure of faith is given to all people. So we're all given this measure yes. of faith. I think there's sometimes maybe more obedience on the backside mm-hmm. that causes people to experience different things than others. But the fact is we're all given a measure of faith. Our faith should be placed in Jesus, whether it's for salvation. I mean, come on. If we say we're going to find heaven as our home when this life is over, we believe that we are going to be saved from hell itself. Mm-hmm. We need to learn to put that same faith and trust in God yes. for our healing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got over all circumstances. That's right. Even things that we feel are impossible in our life. He's got over all circumstances. Right. And I think the number three point that we really got to hammer home, and, and I've forgotten yes. to click over through all of our little subtitles and stuff and, and things on the, <laughs> we're still learning our software. Uh, I got excited through this one. Yes. No, uh, the third one, it's really important. But it's very important. It's, is, you know, is medication okay? Is it necessary? Sometimes it's very necessary. Absolutely. Sometimes medication isn't just okay. It's incredibly necessary. Yeah. You know, there's... Uh, some some stories that you hear about different people, you know, God speaks to them and, and speaks to issues in their life. And it's mm-hmm. usually like this hurrah and hooray moment. And man, they, they got over it. And you and I are familiar with an individual who had a heart issue. And God said, hey, you need to go get it checked out. Yeah. He goes and gets it checked out. You're fine. You need to go home. Nothing's wrong with it. No, I, I, God told me something's wrong. Yeah. We need to fix this. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another test we can do. It's really expensive. Are you sure you want to do it? Yeah, no, let's do that test. They get the test done, and guess what? There's a real heart issue. Hey, you need to have surgery like today. Okay. The gentleman said, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's get it done. (laughs) Because the Holy Spirit said, go. And so they did the surgery, and now he's he's healthy. Mm -hmm. But if he didn't listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, if he didn't go to trusted medical professionals Mm -hmm. in listening to the voice of God, he still would be sick today. In fact, he might be dead. That issue might have taken him out. So we have to remember that God in his mercy gave us the intelligence and the skills and the materials to create medication. Yes. And it's so many times it's looked down upon, you know, you're a crazy person. If you take medication, you know, for mental illness, you are not, you know, 
You would be crazy not to because You'd be crazy not you to. need to regulate certain things and that's okay. It's, and, and we're not, not saying, less of a Christian. No, and we're not saying you need to be like zombified and in this zombie state and I'm no. not good for no. you know any practical use at all. No, we're saying, listen, medication is a means to an end. It's yeah. not the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you need to get on a particular medication to get you over the hump, mm-hmm. then use it for as long as you need to. Mm-hmm. But again, trust God, believe God to alleviate. Listen, if you believe chiropractic care works to fix your back, mm-hmm. if you believe there's an MD that's necessary to set your arm when you break it, if you believe in medical professionals at all, then at some point you got to say, yes, maybe the medication is the route. Again, it's not a forever thing, right? but there shouldn't be a stigma that says I'm taking a particular medication and therefore I'm a bad person. No. And no. it leads us into, you know, counseling and going mm-hmm. to get help in that route. You know, yeah. we encourage people all the, time all the time to go because a lot of times we can't navigate this ourselves. And That's right. most often we're not even honest with ourself yes. and we don't know how to be honest with ourselves. And true. so we get to this point where we're just going around and around in circles. The same situations are happening, the same triggers, the same results happen. And mm-hmm. we are like, we're, we don't know what to do. We need help. We need real help. We need professional help. Yeah. We need people who are skilled and can help us walk through these issues. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other thing I think for Christians is we have to come to a place where we learn not to look down on others right. because they're struggling through these issues. Yes. So they have to be able to, you know, in themselves say, okay, I have a problem. I need to admit it. Mm-hmm. I need to realize that it's not simply a matter of faith all the time. Sometimes my faith needs to be built up, but sometimes there's other things going on chemically that I need to address. Mm-hmm. And that if that needs to be done by medication, then it's okay yep. if the doctor prescribed it. But we as hearers, when somebody's walking through their life journey, we need to be okay and say, okay, man, I get it. You went through something harder. Maybe there's an imbalance chemically in your brain. And mm-hmm. man, we want to be there for it. We don't want to shut you off. Right. We want to help you walk through this process and help people walk through the process regardless of where they're at. Mm-hmm. So it has to be able to be said and it has to be able to be heard. Right. And sometimes that's not always the case. No, people get shut out all the time because of the issues that they're having. They don't they don't know what to do. Mm. And yet we push them away even further because we're scared and don't understand the terminology or Yeah, we don't understand the term <sighs> depression right. and, and you know, you're just sad, be happy. You know, sometimes it's not, not always that, that easy. And, you know, for some folks, when you say that to them, it spirals them even deeper. Even deeper. So we have to learn even how to communicate with other folks in the Mm -hmm. church so that we can accept them. And again, Jesus loves you just the way you are, Mm -hmm. but he loves you way too much to keep you there. (laughs) That's so true. It's so true, right? And he loves you so much that he wants to accept you in all your broken state, but he wants to put the pieces together to fix you, to make you, to mold you and put you into that place that he's called you to be. And sometimes in our broken mental state, we can't even see through the forest. No. We can't even see the forest for the trees. Mm -mm. So we don't understand that, yeah, God has a plan for my life and it's bigger than this issue I'm dealing with right now. Yeah, we just stay in the same spot year after year, Mm -hmm. you know, terrified of being truly honest. And we're hurting ourselves and we're hurting the people around us. Well, and and the fact is, when we go through difficult times in life, even mental illness issues, Mm -hmm. these are things that we should learn how to thank God for because it reveals a new aspect of his nature. Rather than be ashamed of. Mm. So one, a long time ago, a gentleman named um, uh, Dr. Summerall, who missionary statesman. I mean, he traveled the world. He was definitely a statesman. Uh, he, very impactful ministry all over the world. And it's, you know, landed here in uh, South Bend, Indiana, uh, towards the end of his life. He said that most people don't get past their first revelation of who God is. Hmm. So if they see God as healer, he's That's healer forever. 
If they see him as love, he's love forever. If they see him as grace, he's grace forever. Generally, they don't experience God in other facets. Mm -hmm. Mental illness forces you to see God differently. Yes. It forces you to see a different aspect of who God is because you're forced to see yourself differently. Mm -hmm. And so in my opinion, sometimes mental illness can be something we're thankful for mm -hmm. if it helps us get a bigger picture of who God is. Mm -hmm. If it helps us grab onto who he is. You know, and I also want to touch on, you know, maybe you don't, you're dealing with some things in your life and someone recommends to you that you maybe go talk to a counselor. Mm -hmm. Can I just stop you? Don't be offended. Yes. It is not a negative. They're, no. They see you're hurting. Yes. And you need to talk through some things. That is a good thing. That's being, mm -hmm. they care about you. And yep. so don't get offended. Don't run the other way. This is someone who cares enough to say something to you. And we, we need to realize that as Christians, we're here to build each other up. We're not telling you that to smack you down yes. and say, you're less of a Christian. I'm better than you. No, generally. And hopefully the people in your life are honest enough or can mm -hmm. be honest enough with you that they're saying, listen, I noticed something's wrong. Right. I noticed you're not yourself or you're not the you I used to know. Mm -hmm. And things have happened in your life. Maybe traumatic, maybe not. Maybe right. it's a chemical thing, but we want to get a handle on this. Yeah. Like we don't want to we don't want to tiptoe around you. We don't want to walk on eggshells. We don't want to feel like you're not the person that you used to be or that you're not happy. So let's help each other deal with this issue. Right. You're and not less of a person because someone recommends that. No, you know, this, not your at identity all. is not wrapped up in this. Well, your identity shouldn't be wrapped up in am I good enough not to take pills? Right. <laughs> <laughs> am I good enough to never see a doctor? Right. Your your identity shouldn't be wrapped up in kind of these what if scenarios mm -hmm. it should be i am in christ he is making me into and molding me into more and more the image of christ yeah and in doing that some of the hardness of my life might need to fall off mm -hmm. and that might mean dealing with mental illness mm -hmm. or mental issues or baggage we carry mm -hmm. and so i think for most of us we've got to just open our eyes a little bit yeah you know i'm reminded of a story that i absolutely love in the old testament in hezekiah or second kings uh chapter 10 20. Or chapter 20. Man, I'm all over the place. Second King. <laughs> it's been a, listen, it's been a long day for us. Day. We're doing, if you can tell, it's dark out. We're doing this like super late because our kids are Keep in bed. It's quiet. The dog isn't barking or howling in the background. Like we're doing this late because, you know, it's the time we can actually get it done and get, and get it recorded. <laughs> so pardon me if I screw up my Bible verses every once in a while. But Second uh, Kings, Second Kings 20. chapter 20 and verse uh, 1 through 7, you hear about Hezekiah. And uh, the prophet says, listen, dude, you're going to die. Uh, word from the Lord. Like this is literally from God himself. You're going to mm -hmm. die. And Hezekiah is obviously distraught. Yeah. The Bible says he turns be. his face towards the wall and he starts to pray. Mm -hmm. And then later, the man of God, the voice of God, the guy who, if he says he's speaking for God and it doesn't come true as stone, the prophet comes back and says, listen, God heard your prayers. Mm -hmm. He's extending your life. And these are going to be your greatest years. Love that. I love that because... What it, to, what, it, what it speaks to is you might be in a position where you're feeling, I, I am dying. Yeah. This mental issue is taking my life. Right. I've been diagnosed and the diagnosis is, the diagnosis is dire. Mm. You need to learn, like Hezekiah, turn your face towards the wall. Yeah. Get away with God. Turn your face towards the wall. Beg, plead, anything you can with him. God, remove this. Mm -hmm. And I know, and I believe, and I have confidence that he will come through. Absolutely. And even though you feel like you might be in a death sentence with this mental illness, I believe a hundred percent that when the favor of God shines on your life, you're going to hear words like Hezekiah, 
Listen, God's heard your prayers. This is not the end. He's going to extend your days. And these are going to be your best years. Mm, yes. But no matter what funk you're in, you've got to be like Hezekiah, sick, even sick to the point where you know and the prophet said, this is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's likely going to take your life. Turn your face towards the wall. Pray. Seek God's face. Know that he hasn't forgotten you. That's right. The fact is he hasn't. Never. He, he still never. sees all of your issues. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm preaching <laughs> no too words. much. I'm sorry. God's got it. I'm sorry. I'm preaching too much. But the fact is, we know that he is our refuge. He's even our refuge from our own mind. Yes. It's hard. You know, it's hard to get out of our own mind. Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> we get trapped in our own circular thought patterns. Mm-hmm. Our mental trapped. traps. Yeah. Ugh, our mental traps can sometimes just wreck us. But we've got to come to a place where we know that he is our refuge, even from ourselves. Yes. In fact, I'd be willing to say that sometimes the person we need to be delivered from the most is ourself. It's the mental baggage we carry. Mm-hmm. It's the issues we carry up here in between our two ears that keep us from fulfilling our destiny 90% Hold of the time. So much. You know, I could throw out, I could throw out scripture, you know, uh, 2 Samuel 22. <laughs> yeah, we throw out Psalm 71. We throw out all kinds of scripture. I don't, I don't have time to go through all that today. But the point is that if we will learn to take refuge in him, solace in him, even away from our own thought patterns, man, that's where healing comes. Yes, absolutely. It's where it comes. That's where, that's where God grips our heart and changes, changes who we are, man. Just open up your heart and like, let him do it. You know, open up your mind to even accepting his help. You know, Mm -hmm. so many times we won't even accept that we need it. So he, he knows everything (laughs) and he knows our best days are ahead. And he knows our best. He knows that, you you know, you're not going to, I guess, I'm stumbling a little bit because I, sometimes I feel like towards we've hit the high points right today. Yeah. And I feel like there's some things I want to lay out because, but I know it could be offensive. Mm. It's not always fun. Nope. But sometimes there are things we need to deal with in life. Here's the deal. God is not so weak that he can't take your baggage, your language, your thoughts on his shoulders. Come on. You're having a bad day and it's a, one of those days where if you could, you'd drive off into some secluded field and MF the sunshine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm the only one who's ever been there. You know, you've had one of those days. I'm not saying I go out and, and you know, drop F-bombs. I'm saying you've had one of those days where that's all you can feel like <laughs> saying, listen, we laugh, we joke, and I know that's a little funny, but the fact is God can handle it. Right. He can handle the pressure. He can handle your real thoughts. I think sometimes... The reason mental illness just kind of, well, lingers in our life is because we're not honest enough. Mm-hmm. We're not honest enough with him to say where we're really at. We're not honest enough to say, God, this is who I really am. Mm-hmm. And I know I use an extreme example of MF in the sunshine, right? And <laughs> you guys are going to start using that one. I'm sure someone <laughs> will throw that out there. But the point is, and you know, maybe someone's offended by it, then be offended. But the point is, the fact is, some of us are not honest enough with our life. So there's no real relationship right? there. It's a trap that's easy to fall into oh because we don't want to think of ourselves that way. We don't want to think that we have these issues to work through. We don't want to even identify remotely to even say that you might feel that way. Mm-hmm. But we got to get you from where you are mm-hmm. to a healed state. Yeah. So I got to get you to this place that says, I might be sick, but in him I am healed. And you can't get to that transition without saying, Jesus, this is who I am. Well, 
Well, and nothing is going to shock him. It's not like he's never dealt with or seen or heard well, of anything. There's I, nothing you're going to shock him and he's going to be like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Oh, oh my me. I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. You know? You're not going to shock him. You no, know, he already knows. No, throw it out there. Be honest. Be real. Every thought you ever had, there, oh. there, ain't, there ain't something you can hide from him. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is I counsel people and, and we talk with folks and I really think they think they're going to surprise God. Yeah. Like he's going to drop, like he's going to drop the Bible that he holds in his lap on the floor and never pick it up again because you scared him because you surprised him. It's over. It's it's over. You blew, you blew God's mind. Like, come on, be real. He can handle it. He He wants to be in that much fellowship with you. He longs to know the real you. Mm. Listen, he longs for you to wake up in the morning and say, Hey God. And he can look down and say, Hey son, Hey daughter. Mm. That's good. He longs to have that kind of relationship. Yeah. Where you wake up in the morning, you can say, Jesus, how you feeling? God, just... I, I'm feeling great today, or God, I had a hell of a day last week. <laughs> we got to talk about it. You know? Because he's already hiding. been through it. Yeah. We got to stop hiding and be honest with him, be honest with others, be honest with ourselves, <laughs> because that's what makes the big difference. Listen, if you're struggling with mental illness, get the help that you need. Yes. Don't be ashamed of it. If you're struggling with mental illness, be honest with the people around you. Not right. crazy. <laughs> Not crazy, not, not, you know, dragging people into your funk with you, but honest. Right. I'm dealing with something. I'm working through it. I'm seeing a counselor. Mm-hmm. I have medication. Pray with me. Believe with me right. that my healing is on the way. Yes. Man, we need to learn as a culture how to have this conversation more and more. Right. And don't get shocked when someone lays a bomb on you that says, listen, I'm not a perfect person. Nope. There are no perfect people. Nope, none of us are. By the way, if you is... Well, the only perfect person I know of, they killed him. So my guess is if you is and you start telling people you is, they're going to want to do the same thing. <laughs> so learn. You're not. Listen, you're not perfect. <laughs> you stumble, you fall, we all do, and mm-hmm. sometimes we break. And the only one that can put us back together is Jesus. So, man, we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Grace Between Us. If you did, please like, share, comment. Tell us what you want to hear about next. Even if yes. you want to hear us expand on this issue yeah. of mental illness, we can do another chapter in that. You can follow us at... The grace between us through social media outlets like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, and on YouTube, you can look us up. Anchor.fm, you can find the podcast, the audio version of The Grace Between Us. Yeah, we're super fancy here (laughs) trying to figure out how this tech works. We love you guys. We'll see you in the next episode.